in the past, what I've done is I do business development when things are so slow and I'm a little bit in panic mode. It's only when I'm when I'm desperate. Welcome to the Smart Gets Paid podcast with me, Leah Niederthal. I help women land higher paying clients in their independent consulting businesses, but I've never been a salesperson. My background is in corporate marketing. And when I started my first consulting business, I learned pretty quickly that it's about a thousand times harder to sell your own stuff than it is to sell someone else's. So I taught myself how to do it and I created the sales approach that I now share with my clients so they can feel more comfortable in the sales process, get more of the right clients and get paid way more for every client contract. So whether your client contracts are $5,000, $100,000 or more, if you wanna work with more of the clients you love, do more of the work you love and get paid more than you ever thought you could, then you're in the right place. Let's do it together. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to rate, review and share. Hey there, Leah here. Thanks for tuning in. I hope that wherever you're listening to this, wherever you are right now, you're having a great week, making some good progress on your business and taking some time for you. So happy fall, everybody. Happy back to school, if that's part of your world. In our house, I know in a lot of houses, back to school is also known as everybody gets sick season, you know, because kids are going back to school. They're in close contact with their friends and their classmates and all of their classmates' germs. And they bring those germs back to the house and everybody gets sick. If this is part of your world and part of your experience right now, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So like this year, on the second day of preschool, my son brought home a stomach bug that like knocked my whole family down and me down for like two days. We're still actually like feeling some lingering effects of it. But, you know, for those two days, I had to cancel every meeting. It was bad. And even though we're through that now, I mean, I guess mostly, now I feel like the beginning of a head cold. I don't know if you can hear that. Probably another gift from school. And all I can say is in this season, this is when I'm grateful to just be running my own business because for those two days, I could take the time I needed. I could rest. If I had to reschedule a call with you, thank you for understanding because I'm in charge of my time. You know, this is really the benefit of running your own business. And it's nice to sort of reflect and appreciate that when things are going well and things are fine, but it's also made so clear when things don't go well. So if you're going through this right now, if this is part of your experience of back to school or the fall, just be sure to take time for you. Take a rest if you need it. And we'll all get through this. All right, let's dive into the episode. So a few years ago, early in my business, I got a message on LinkedIn one day from a woman that I wasn't connected to. She did marketing consulting for mid-sized businesses. And the message said, Hey, Leah, I was referred to you by a friend and I think I need your help. And she went on to sort of talk about, you know, some of the stuff that was going on in her business. And it actually was exactly what I do. And then she ended by asking, you know, can we set up a call? And I wrote her back and I was like, hey, great to hear from you. Happy to set up a call. Mind if I ask who sent you my way? And she wrote back and said the name of somebody that I had never heard of. Like that name did not look familiar at all. And I was so pleasantly surprised because up until that point, I had gotten all my clients from referrals, right? No surprise there. That's pretty common. But it was all referrals from people I knew, like people I had worked with or had some connection to. 
But up until that point, I hadn't really gotten referrals from people I didn't know. And I was like, huh, okay, all right. How do I get more of that? And that sent me on a path of learning and testing and developing a system, really a methodology to get referrals from outside my network. And since then, I've had tons of those messages and so many women who have reached out to me because they've been referred to me by someone else, someone I didn't even know. And I've taught that same methodology to my clients so they can see the same thing in their business. And I was thinking back to that very first message as I was putting together this episode on a topic, or I guess a question really, that I hear from so many women consultants. How do I get clients from outside my network? And I was thinking about the methodology that's come from answering that question for myself. And that's the question you're going to hear me talk through with my client today. The client I'm talking to is a consultant in communications for large companies. And in the years she's been running her business, she's gotten work but she's also realizing that she can't keep relying on the same sources for connections and introductions. So that's the problem we're going to talk through. So in this episode, you're going to hear how to get clients outside of the people you already know. You're going to hear the mistake that a lot of women make when they try to get clients outside of their network. And you're going to hear how to avoid getting caught flat-footed when you need to make clients happen. This is actually part of a longer coaching call where we touched on a few topics, but I just wanted to pull out this part here because this question, this topic is so important. So you're going to hear us just dive right in. I want to send a huge thank you to this client for allowing me to share this conversation with you. Take a listen. And at the end, I'll come back and share a lesson you can apply to your business. Let's talk about the first question that you brought up, which is how to get clients outside of people you already know. Yeah. I think my thing is I, and I've started some of the portal like questionnaires and such is like, I just don't know how to get work beyond people I already know. And kind of, I, I've mentioned that I, I like the startup idea who are VC funded just to be clear, because the startups tend to not have money for me, but the ones who are like, like I worked for a startup a few years ago that was backed by GM. So it was like, they had shit ton of money and they were like, just, and anything that I did, they were like, oh, this is great because they didn't know what they were doing. Sometimes when you go into a big corporation, they think they know what they're doing and you try to make, it just depends how open they are, receptive to suggestions for change. I feel like the startups are more like, okay, great idea. Yeah, we love that. Mm. Let's do it. I feel like, but I, I just like have no idea how to go after them, how I got the job with the startup a few years ago in the first place, I knew somebody and she brought me in and she couldn't do it by herself. So I ended up taking on that role, but maybe VC funded startups aren't really where I should be, but I feel like it's, I, I really enjoyed that project. Okay. How to get clients outside of people you already know. Yeah. Okay. There is no module on this because everything does this. Okay. 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 So because how do you get clients outside of the people you already know? First, you describe your work in terms of value. You have a great painkiller statement so that you essentially arm people with the tools to understand the value you provide and who you provide it for, right? Okay. You start to show up with high value educational content that shows people how you think about the problem. So, you know, it's, again, it's not like 
should you use an Oxford comma or not? It's like, no, mm -hmm. we're not, we're not at that level. When we think about high value content, it's stuff that our clients care about. Yeah. Right. Right. You show up where, where your clients are for us. That's LinkedIn, you know, yeah. and you do it consistently. Right. Because when you do that, you start to activate your broader network. All right. Okay. It's not a case of like reaching out to people, you know, and saying, you know, can you introduce me to new people or whatever? Mm. Because have you ever said, have you ever had somebody who said, oh yeah, I'll introduce you. And then they never introduce you. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have to start to carve out a little bit of real estate on the internet, mm -hmm. on, on, on LinkedIn mm -hmm. and, and arm them with those tools, value you provide, who you provide it for and, and what they can do. Okay. Right? And on the one hand, you know, it's the bummer. There's no silver bullet mm -hmm. for how to get out, outside of people you already know, but it's, it's a strategy that works. And, yeah. and the truth is that, you know, all business development is a process, not mm -hmm. an event, mm -hmm. right? It's a process of planting seeds, mm -hmm. planting, planting a lot of seeds consistently over and over in front of, you know, in the right places. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's like a good thing to hear or does that kill your dreams or? No, I know it. what my, in the past, what I've done is I do business development when things are so slow and I'm a little bit in panic mode, like beginning of 2022, the first quarter had nothing. And so I was like posting on LinkedIn and I was reaching out to people I knew and then things picked up and then I dropped LinkedIn because I was like, well, I'm too busy to do that. I got what I needed, but now I feel like, oh, the second half of 23 could be more of where I was a, a year ago in Q1. So it's like, I don't necessarily treat it as an event, but I definitely, LinkedIn's not you know, my, my go-to it's only when I'm, when I'm desperate. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about that because first of all, you're not alone. I, when I was running my consulting business, I felt like I had two modes, right? That's like panic, mm -hmm. need to make something happen mode. And then things are fine. I'm just going to do the work mode, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Which is what you're describing. So, yeah. and that also sucks because it means that when you do show up, you're in the most desperate, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the nature of the the type of clients that you're working with, that the women in the academy are working with, you don't just like make some shit happen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. nearly impossible. Even if, if you got a new client, if you got a new conversation today, you still just by the nature of the B2B sales cycle would have a new client in like three to 18 months. Right. Right. And right. so that's why it's, it's like, by the time you're like, Oh my God, I need to make something happen. It's like too late. Yeah. Which I definitely felt like last year, and I, and and you know what you were saying before, it definitely feels like oh, I'm a little behind. I don't know how realistic it is to reach my goals for this year because I, it, like you said, it's gonna take. When I was the last time I got a bunch of clients, it took three months to get everybody ramped up. Yeah. Well, we do have some strategies that are more fast acting. Like I like to think of, I think of business development as like medicine, right? Some medicine is fast acting and some medicine is slow release. 
We have a mm-hmm. technique called the shoulder tap that's a little more fast acting, not to get clients, but to get conversations, mm-hmm. right? Okay. LinkedIn is sort of a mix of fast acting and slow release, but like probably more slow release. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're going to use both of those okay. with, in, with you. But what we're going to do then is put them into what we call a sustainable strategy. And a sustainable strategy allows you to plant seeds consistently no matter what's going on in your world, whether you're super busy with work or whether you, you know, maybe you come to the end of a client engagement and you want to bring in some more work, right? Yeah. And because we put it into three modes. So there's maintenance mode, which is like regular stuff, right? I'm just, you know, spitballing, but it could be like two or three posts on LinkedIn a week. And by the way, we'll teach you like exactly what to say, how to say it, all that. But let's say two to three posts on LinkedIn a week two shoulder taps, maybe that's your maintenance mode, right? Mm -hmm. Every week you're doing that. Um, Mm -hmm. If you want to turn it up or you need to turn it up, we go to power mode, which is like, okay, maybe we post on LinkedIn four, five times a week. And again, you know, you're going to learn how to do that in a way that's very, you know, very doable. And maybe it's bringing some more things in, right? Maybe there's something else that's like in your wheelhouse. And then when things are, Maybe things are good. You have like a full slate of clients, can't really take on more. Then when you go down to simmer mode, simmer mode just means like, we're not taking the pots off the stove, right? Which is what you've mm-hmm. been talking about. Like mm-hmm. you stopped doing LinkedIn because you're like, things yeah. are fine. So with simmer mode, maybe you just post once a week. Maybe you have no shoulder shafts, but mm-hmm. you're, you're sim- it's, it's still on the, the fire, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, that's good. So, but we need to do, we need things to do to put in that plan. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where the shoulder tap LinkedIn and, you know, maybe one other thing, but the only strategy is consistency. Yeah. Like okay. that's it. No matter what, it, does, it actually matters less what you do and it matters more that you do it consistently. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely very inconsistent on LinkedIn. So. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to fix that. Okay. Okay. And when you can do that, Right. When you when you're planting seeds, when people start to follow along, when the right people are seeing you and you know, getting a little taste of like how you think about things, that's how you start to expand outside of the people who already know you. Because then you're, you know, with our LinkedIn strategy, our LinkedIn system, you're getting visibility, let's, you know, thousand, two thousand views every mm-hmm. time. Mm. Right. And wow. And those are people who you're connected to, but also those are the people that those people are connected to. Yeah. And that's what we talk about activating a broader network. Okay. All right. But the first thing we have to do, wait, hold on. Let me, let me just pause. How does, tell me how that's all sort of landing with you. Good. Yeah. I'm excited. I also, you know, I'm glad to hear that you tell me not necessarily what to write, but the kind of content, because Definitely. I mean, I'm like, I'll repost an HBR thing that I really liked, but that's about where it stops. You know, like I might say congratulations to a friend who got a promotion or something, but content wise, I'm more of a, like a resharer or a congratulator kind of gal. So I need a little more, even though I can come up with stuff for other people, it's for myself that, you know, I haven't had a strategy before. So having help creating a strategy 
that might help my wheels get turning on like what kind of content I would put out there. I just have never thought of it in a strategy type way before. Again, it's ridiculous since I do that for clients all the time. (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. And everybody to a person who does some type of like comms or marketing work will echo the same, the same yeah. sentiment. Your clients get all your good stuff. Yeah. You, it's almost like you don't even have the, have the muscle of using that genius on yourself. Or for yeah. Yourself. It's so true. It's so true. It's like, what is the, the shoemaker's children never have shoes? Like that's, <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm like, I'm too tired. I'd just rather be done with my work day now. And yeah, sorry about my dog. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All right. So let's look at how we're going to start to turn this ship so that you are activating that broader network, getting more of the right clients and doing it on purpose. Okay. All right. So if, as you heard my client say, If you've ever done like a lot of biz dev or marketing or posting or whatever to get clients, and then you stop doing it when you get clients, because like, phew, thank God, you know, you don't have to do that anymore. Raise your hand wherever you are. I mean, maybe you're in the car. I mean, of course, keep one hand on the wheel, or maybe you're on a walk or on the subway. Just take a second and raise your hand. Just so you know, just be aware that so many women are raising their hand with you. This is so common. So you're not alone. All right. So there is one big thing I want to leave you with today on this topic of getting clients outside of your network. And it's this idea of activating a broader network, your broader network, and really showing people how you think. Because let's step back for a second. When you think about the people, you know, your network, people who maybe have made introductions or given you referrals in the past, they do that because they know that you're good at what you do, that you're smart, and basically they know you're awesome. And they did that. They were able to do that because you worked together, right? Maybe you worked at the same company or they were a client or a partner, but they had some opportunity to see how you think and how you work and see that you're good at what you do. And that's amazing. But from your career, you get what, like a handful of those relationships from every job or project that you had. So like what, you work somewhere for, let's say three years and you come away with five or six people who want and are willing to send work your way. Sometimes less, sometimes more, but five or six people every three years, that's a really slow way to get potential referrers. And in that old model, the only way to get more potential referrers, people who are going to send you work, is to get another job, work there for like three years, and then hope that a handful of those people later send clients your way. It's just so slow. It's just not a work of a model. Not to mention, you know, what happens when you start your own consulting company? By definition, you're not working in a company creating relationships with colleagues where they come to know that you're smart and you're good at what you do and they can send people your way. As slow as that model is, just you know, at a baseline, the model, it stops completely because by definition, you're not working in a company. So what do you do? Essentially, we have to replicate that process of people who know you're smart, know how you think and know that you're good at what you do, but we have to do it online. And that's what we're using LinkedIn for, not for selling or pitching or DMing or anything like that. 
That's why we post high value educational content that shows your ideal clients how you think. We also don't just post on LinkedIn to just post, right? Or check a box like you're quote unquote doing social media. You can post any old crap. You can share an article or game the algorithm to just show up. But the difference is we want people to, through your content, to see how you think, to see how you're unique, to see your perspective on how to solve the problem you solve. So that fairly quickly, instead of just the handful of people you already know being the only ones who know that you're smart and good at what you do, now thousands of people start to know it. And that's what we mean by activating your broader network. And that's how you start to get clients outside of the people you already know. That's one of the things we're doing in the academy. You can check it out at smartgetspaid.com academy. Because listen, you do incredible work and the clients who need your help are out there outside of the people that you already know, and they're waiting for you.